my life. Come on, let's struggle. I will arise. I'm a survivor. Fight for my life. What is up, people? This is Variety Bites. I am Sean Williams. A slightly impromptu emergency episode tonight. And frankly, I wish it was under better circumstances than this. But today, we comic book fans and superhero fans alike are in a state of mourning. As today, we had to say our farewell to the legend himself, the godfather of superheroes, the one and only Stan Lee, who passed away this today at the age of 95. So this whole episode is going to be dedicated to the man that is Stan Lee, the legacy that he created with Marvel, and superheroes that he created but had a huge impact not only in society, but on all of us as a people. And I've even asked on on Facebook for your guys' fondest memories or anything that stood out to you the most about Stan Lee. And I will get to my own myself, as well as my own two cents on it. But, as I said, no completely different format today. So... With that being said, this was actually um, from my from a friend uh, Kyle J Andrews on Facebook that he had shared that I felt needed to be said. This is what this is what he had said on Facebook about Stan Lee. "Quote: It's amazing to see how many people that Stan Lee has positively affected, whether it was through his comic masterpieces with Marvel." or as well-thought-out columns. One Lee quote from 1968 will stick with me forever. Racism and bigotry are among the deadliest social ills plaguing the world today. But unlike a team of costumed supervillains, they can't be halted with a punch in the snoot or a zap from a ray gun. The only way to destroy them is to expose them, to reveal from the insidious evil that, that they are. End quote. You know, I'm glad that I'm glad that Kyle said this because one, there were so many of Stanley's creations that just tackled some vital social, some critical social issues that went on in society even today. And regarding racism, bigotry, and prejudice of all kinds. One prime example of one of his creations that brought that into light and tackled that was the X-Men. Because think of it like this. The X-Men deal... They were mutants. They were outcasted by society. Not just them, but mutants in general. Because people were prejudiced against them. They feared them for what they didn't understand. And... You had two, two views that 
involved prosperity for mutants. And Charles Xavier, the leader of the X-Men, and the leader of the Brotherhood of Mutants and the X-Men's enemy, Magneto. Both wanted prosperity for mutants. But Charles Xavier believed in a world where mutants and humans could coexist. Magneto, who had grown up during the worst period in human history in the Holocaust and lost his family in the Holocaust, he didn't believe that. He didn't believe that humans and mutants could coexist. In fact, he believed that, they are, that humans were the past and mutants were the future. One uh, cartoon that was created called X-Men Evolution had a quote that Charles Xavier said that kind of stuck, stuck to me. It was where he said, Mutants and humans shouldn't be divided. But Magneto was the one that drew the line in the sand. And what is also so unique with the X-Men is they were heroes. They were protecting this... They were fighting to preserve and protect the lives of the same people who were so prejudiced and just hated them for being mutants. But they still went on and did it. I mean, you want... That's as noble as it gets. And it was one way that Stan Lee brought how... how crippling racism and prejudice could be in society. And it was... And it still holds true even now, because... For... Let's face it, as a, as a society, for us to truly ev be evolved, there has to come a day when we're above... when we're above this. And holding out hope that one day, and Stan Lee clearly believed this too, that that there will come a day where racism and bigotry will cease to be. And you know, that's the biggest thing of with Stan Lee and what he created, is that he, he gave us something to believe in, in, something that inspired hope in times where people needed it the most. And you know what? Another example of such a thing was around World War II. I mean, while we were, World War II was taking place, and we were trying to stop the Nazis, we were just trying to stop Hitler. He created a hero that inspired hope and gave us something to believe in that good would prevail. And that was, and that was Captain America. I mean, just the thing with Captain America, and even going by the movies that that were released based on Captain America is was his undying nobility and sense of duty and honor to do the right thing and risk will the willingness to risk his own risk and sacrifice his own life to preserve life everywhere else i mean it's one of the very definitions of of a hero is the willingness to sacrifice without Without a sec, without a second's hesitation, and that's one of the that's some of the things one of many that I'll just be talking about in tonight's episode. That was just so unique about Stan Lee and his work was the hit the underlying theme and the hidden message and just the deeper meaning in what he 
in what he created. And even just recently, recently this year with the release, with the theatrical release of, of the Black Panther. How, just what he symbolized. When Stan Lee and Jack Kirby created the Black Panther, there were no, there was no superheroes that were of, of color. There, there was just the, so the Black Panther was created and was the first. And to the, even with when the movie came out and just how many people culturally it just impacted so much to see such a, such a historic, historical figure in Marvel comic or in comic history to be brought to life on the big screen. And even to this day, to the, the impact that it had when he uttered the words Wakanda forever and seeing how so many people still will will say those words and hold their arms cross their arms over their chest <clears throat> as they say it and even because I remember when seeing Avengers Infinity War and the battle scene at Wakanda and when he said when he said the words Wakanda forever and there were people in the theater that crossed their arms over their chest and even said the words Wakanda forever. I mean, I'm sure when they did that, I'm, I'm not sure they were expecting it ca- to catch on, but it did. Because of what it represented. Like, like this culturally powerful statement. And, th- it, again, it's another example of just the impact that Stan Lee and his work has had on 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 us as a people. So I asked on Facebook before I talk more about this, what your about memories about about Stan Lee, and I had a couple I had a couple people chime in on this one on my Facebook group for I the Variety Bites Facebook group. And my good friend Patrick said, quote, just the sheer amount of characters he created in his universe is amazing. And also added that obviously I grew up with Spider-Man, so he'll always be a favorite of mine. And Mike McNulty, he also, he chimed in saying, Cyclops, Silver Surfer, and Gambit are his all-time favorite Marvel characters. Those were some unique choices. I mean, in I will say the regarding what Patrick said about Spider-Man. When I was a kid, and I was still growing up, I mean, I was very young at this time, but the first cartoon I could remember laying my eyes upon, and the first superhero that I laid eyes upon, because they were still playing reruns of the show, was the original Spider-Man cartoon. And I remembered how just blown away I was seeing him swinging across the city, shooting web and just swinging everywhere, even thinking how much I wished I could have done that myself. But it was... It just blew me away to see that character. And 
course then later on seeing other renditions of it including the they had a Saturday morning one on NBC that well only lasted a season then they tried another attempt when they made Spider-Man and his amazing friends but that also featured um, other fellow Marvel characters Iceman of the X-Men and Firestar of course that one lasted longer than the than its predecessor did but that's just something that stood out to me and he believed the other thing that I feel like Stan Lee truly believed in was was how was finding was somehow giving something that he didn't believe in in a handicap as a weakness or something that would hinder somebody case in point Daredevil a blind lawyer in Matt Murdock from Hell's Kitchen as a superhero he the, but even though he was blind it didn't hinder him in fact if anything his blindness became his power and he became known as the man without fear it was like Stan Lee's belief of not letting anything hold you back. Because, well, looking at Daredevil, blindness didn't hold back Matt Murdock. He was the guardian devil of Hell's Kitchen. And him and the Kingpin had, had probably one of the most epic rivalries in the history of Marvel Comics. And another example... Um, Another example of not letting something hold you back, look at the character of Deadpool. I mean, when the movie came out, I mean, this is a guy who was diagnosed with cancer and became a mutant and ended up becoming a gun-toting, sword-wielding, anti-hero vigilante, however you want to phrase it. But cancer patients were just so inspired by this. To where Ryan Reynolds actually visited um, cancer patients, even in the the Deadpool costume. And they were just so moved by it. Because they felt it was so inspiring to to see a character like Wade Wilson overcome his cancer and become Deadpool. And the other thing that... Another example that I find so unique is the is with two other particular characters I want to talk about in The Incredible Hulk and Ghost Rider. Now, regarding Ghost Rider, you have a guy who sold his soul to the devil in Johnny Blaze. But what's unique is that it wasn't for lust for power or it wasn't for greed. He did it for love. He did it for the right reasons. He did it to help his father. And that's that's noble that he would he would damn his soul for somebody that he cared about. I mean, it was an example of how far somebody would go to for somebody that they care about. And yeah, it made him the spirit of vengeance. It made him the ghost rider, but he still did it. And that the bottom line is that they made a hero out of what was 
technically for all intents and purposes a demon. And kind of the same premise goes for the Incredible Hulk. In the fact that a monster... The Hulk is basically a monster. But Stan Lee was able to make a hero out of him. He made a hero out of somebody who basically had his own Jekyll Hyde thing going on with Bruce Banner and the Hulk. And he made a hero out of it. Just... Again, just the underlying theme and the message that's in, that was in all his creations is what stands out so much with Marvel. And that leads me to one of the reasons why I'm so... that I feel so strongly about the character Spider-Man. Now, for those that are familiar with Spider-Man, there's one quote sent that comes from it that I'm sure every one of us remembers. With great power comes great responsibility. And those of us that followed Spider-Man in the comic or in the cartoon know the story with him. Is that when he gained his powers, he tried to make money as in wrestling. And then a robber robs the, the box office. He could have stopped him, but he just let him go, thinking it wasn't his problem. Then, when he gets home, he finds out that his uncle, his Uncle Ben, who was basically his sur the surrogate father to him, was shot. And he died. And so Peter Parker went after the guy. He went after the guy that killed him, only to find out that it was the same guy from the box office, the one he could have stopped, but he didn't. And in the, in the movie with Tobey Maguire, I remembered the quote where he said in the closing part of the movie that with great power comes great responsibility. This is my gift. My curse. That every night, every day and every night where Peter Parker puts on that mask to be Spider-Man, it's not just it's not just because it's the right thing. It's penance. It's his atonement for that one mistake. To make amends for that one mistake. Not because of what he did. It's because of what he didn't do. It's because he didn't stop the guy when he knew he had all the power in the world to stop him. And that one mistake cost him his uncle. And that's also basically why I've been so... Why, even to this day, I'm so adamant and why I hated Spider-Man 3. It's because they tried to mess with the history. By saying, oh no, this guy didn't shoot your uncle. It was this other guy. The whole reason he... The whole reason he puts that mask on, like I said, is because of that one mistake. By switching it up like that... You're basically defeating the whole purpose and why he puts on that mask and becomes Spider-Man in the first place. But that line to this day is just the quote of about great power. It's just timeless. Like to this day, it it still resonates with so many people. That when you when you have an ability, when you have a power, 
you have to know how to be responsible in using it. And it's it's a quote that's just forever immortalized. And just it's somewhat ins- it's just inspiring to many of us. And even sort of going back to the Marvel Action Hour when they they had certain cartoons that aired on Saturday mornings and they had an intro from Stan Lee himself and called his fans true believers. And it wasn't just the line or name that sounded cool. It's because it's what we were. He gave a he in his creations he gave us something to believe in. And it wasn't caped heroes coming in in real life to save the day, but it gave hope when it was needed. It showed good that we're that if his characters were capable of such good, so are we. We understood that, we saw that in his work, and we believed in that. And that is what will forever be immortalized in his legacy in all of his works. Whether it's Spider-Man, whether it's Ghost Rider, the Hulk, Daredevil, the X-Men, Captain America, the Avengers, the Fantastic Four, you name it. All of that is something that we truly, that we believed in the good, that they symbolized, that they represented. Because it gave us hope that it showed the this good and this nobility that we as a society are capable of when we actually embrace it. And maybe and I want to believe that even even in his last moments that he still that he never faltered. He may have had some doubt. I don't know, but he never faltered in that belief. He didn't have a costume or a cape or any superpower, but he was every bit the hero for what he for what he created and what he gave us. And in that legacy, he will forever be immortalized in the hearts of every single one of the true believers and who have their just undying loyalty to what he to what his works represented and what he believed in so to Stan Lee our thought and to his fan or to the family of Stan Lee our thoughts well wishes and prayers to to you and our condolences for your loss to the to his friends and family that loved him and to Stan Lee himself as one true believer on behalf of every other true believer thank you for everything that you have given us for everything that you created for the 
legacy that you left that will forever be a part of our lives growing up. Thank you for all of it. And we will miss you. But we will never stop believing in what you in what you believed in as it resonates through everything that you've given us. Thank you so much, Stanley. Alright, with that being said, people, I'm amazed that I actually went through that without ending up bawling like a schoolgirl, but I want to thank you guys for listening. I'll, I'll have another episode coming up. And I want to thank you guys for listening. This has been Variety Bites. I am Sean Williams, and I am out of here. Spider-Man, Spider-Man, does whatever a spider can. Spins a web, any size, catches seeds, just like flies. Look out, here comes the Spider-Man. Is he strong? Listen, bud. He's got radioactive blood. Can he swing from a thread? Take a look overhead. Hey there, there goes a Spider-Man. In the chill of night, at the scene of a crime, like a streak of light, he arrives just in time. Spider-Man, Spider-Man, friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. Wealth and fame, he's ignored. Action is his reward to him. Life is a great big bad.